0: This is A Mind-Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Mind-Controlled Life podcast with me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. Good morning, good day, good evening, hopefully not good night, at least not yet. To another interesting, I say interesting, yes, interesting podcast to help you get more control over your mindset. If you don't know me, my name is Elaine Blegen. I'm a mindset analyst or mindset achievement coach. Basically, if you are under pressure, if you are under any kind of stress, then of all the ways to try and limit that. The way that I use, which is mindset recalibration, gets rid of it for you. I.e. it finds the reason why you are stressed in a particular situation and eliminates that. Once you eliminate the trigger, it's gone. You will no longer feel stressed or anxious in that particular situation. That's what I did with me. That's what I've done with my clients. And that's what I'm hoping to inspire you to either do for yourself with some training, of course, Or come to me and I can help you do that for you. With that said, if you are one of my ardent listeners, subscribers, friends, welcome and thank you for being here. And if you are an intermittent friend, welcome to you too. (laughs) Anyway, what are we going to discuss today? This was a surprise for me. I wrote a post on LinkedIn about my mindset day. What, what what do I do to keep my mindset in check? And so I went through this list of the things that I do, and it's. And when I read it, I thought, "Oh my gosh, I can't print this, and well, print it. I can't publish this because people are going to think I'm weird." Anyway, I print it. I keep saying print it. I post it. And I get, yeah, great. This is wonderful. Thanks for sharing. And I get some just, oh, that was nice. Thank you. And I got a question from someone. And she said, the bit where you said that you monitor your mood or your feelings when you're reading posts. Could you explain that a bit more? And I think, I can't remember the question she asked. Well, is that what you always do or something like that? Anyway, I read it and then I thought, okay is this weird was this really weird are people thinking that well if you're so clever how come you start you're still feeling stressed or anxious or whatever it is and it wasn't like that so i wrote back and i said well whenever you're online well it doesn't even matter whether it's online whenever you are interacting with the world in any way shape or form you'll get triggered so what i do what i automatically do now is I monitor how I'm feeling. She came back and she said, oh, mindfulness in action. And I thought, oh my goodness, yes. Not deliberate. Didn't even think mindfulness was anything to do with anything that I do anyway. And that's what I'd like to talk to you about. The fact that we... When we are mindful, we can stop ourselves from going far too deep down the rabbit hole of anxiety or insecurity or anger or helplessness or self consciousness doesn't matter any of those negative things, we can stop ourselves from going too far down into that rabbit hole by being more mindful. And I know you know about mindfulness, because it's been out for years now, because I first came across this, I think, at least 10 years ago. Oh, I might be making that up. Anyway, it was a long, long time ago that I first heard about mindfulness. And it was a way of staying present, because you know what it's like if we are not present. Someone could be talking to us, and we can hear the words that they're saying, but we won't necessarily take on board what it is they're saying. And when you are triggered and you go into your deep and dark place and you either eat or go for a walk or shop or, I don't know, whatever you do to try and relieve the tension, you're in automatic mode, you're on auto mode. And you've switched off. You're you're actually in reactionary mode. And you're just reacting as if you, in the way that you've always reacted before, you've switched off your thinking brain. And this is where you will do behaviors that you wish you didn't do for me it would be eating i love my food and if i'm in a particularly triggered state i will reach for something sweet anything sweet because it doesn't have to be chocolate but it will be something sweet so i can bake something and eat it but i will eat a lot of it yeah and over the years i would be like that pretty much 24 7 if i was awake i was eating. Now it's when I get really triggered, but I still have a big appetite. Anyway, that's another story. The point is, being mindful has been an automatic thing for me to do for years now. But I didn't know I was being mindful. I honestly thought that because I had to monitor my moods, that it was probably a little bit weird. And I just put that down to the fact that, well, you know what, I've had anxiety and I've had all sorts of other things going on. I have got to make sure that they don't get a foothold because you know what it's like if we get triggered really badly there's only one way for us to go and it's not up (laughs) it's definitely not up it's down and then that has a knock-on effect on every other part of our life and I know that I don't want to go back there and I'm less likely to go back there now to be fair because I've gotten rid of enough beliefs and enough of those triggers to make it so that it's it's much more difficult. I I feel like I'm probably average now. So if I was in a situation of the average person who got stressed, I would be like them. Yeah, but I'd, I would deal with it differently from them because I don't even know how they would deal with it. Because I can't imagine a life where you never had any stress. I just can't imagine it. So I don't know if there are those people out there and that's what they do. But anyway, let me ask you a question then. When you are triggered, when you're stressed or when you're feeling angst in any way, so that's anger, negativity, griping and groaning, trauma or strife. Especially supposed to be the way, strife and trauma. What do you do? Do you... Kill up in bed and don't see for a few days. Do you get snappy and naughty, and other people get the brunt of your low mood? Do you sulk, or do you go more down the depression route? Yeah. Whatever it is that you're doing, even though I'm here every week saying to you bits and bobs about how to overcome your own, well, not even how to overcome it, to better manage it because. It's really difficult to overcome it just from what I've said. You need to go and see me or see somebody else. But this will keep you buoyant and at least you'll know what you're looking out for. And so when you are triggered and it doesn't matter how you react, it's do you have a particular process that gets in the way of that automatic reaction so that you can respond, which if you've listened to my other podcast, I I talk about this quite a lot. If you do, then you use it, yeah? Now, the difference probably between me and you is that I do it all the time. Because when I was doing the post for my LinkedIn, and I think it's just called my daily mindset routine, if you wanted to look it up. In it, you'll see I've got bits of my time where I check in with myself because it's really important that I stay as buoyant as I can because it's just, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be without some sort of angst. That's not been my life. And I've spent more than three quarters of my life being in angst. And so this last quarter has been absolutely fantastic for me. So in my head, it's like, I am going to make sure that I maintain this. So I do the processings whenever I need to. And I'm very, very mindful, but I didn't realize I was doing that. And so what I'm saying to you is, how often do you use your um, process your intervention, your thing, how often do you use it? Because if you can make it so that it's an automatic habit, whenever you get triggered, your brain will kick into helping you to undo it. It really does. It's like if you've ever had a dog, I to say a cat then, but you can't train cats, but a dog or maybe even a budgie, I don't know, I think you can train budgies, but basically a dog. And you know that you've got to train them to sit or wait or stop or walkies or whatever it is you do. All of that has to be trained in them. They don't come ready-made to sit and do all the things that you want it to do. And on TV, actually, whenever I've seen any programs to do with the, what do they call them now? Don't call them blind. You call them something sighted. Anyway, they, they, they partially sighted. There's anyway, there's a special name for people that are blind or and have vision like three quarters or something like that. Anyway, they have sighted dogs, they have sighted dogs, and the dogs go and fetch these things for them, like the keys or get the doorbell or whatever it is. Very, very clever. But that has to be trained. And and you have to train yourself. I want you to imagine that your mindset is like a puppy because you know that if you get a dog and it's fully grown and it's not been trained it's going to be really difficult to undo all of that because it's been trained in a different way if that makes sense but that's not the same for our mindset our mindset is constantly like that of a puppy think of it you can start today after having 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years worth of anxiety, anxiety, you know, and all the other stuff that we can have with our mindset and start to retrain it. It really does not age. And that's a bit weird, isn't it? Because I'm thinking about it. I think yeah, it doesn't. It's no easier for a, well, no, actually, it's because it's no easier for a child. But actually, the only reason it's easier is because there's less of it to do. So it's not, doesn't make it easier. It just means that there's less. So if you get yourself at 14 or whenever it is you started on your downward spiral into anxiety and worry and fear, and you compare that to now, there would be less instances of it then when you were 14, 15, or 20, however old you were, to however old you are now. But that's it. The way we train ourselves is the same. And I know there's a saying that you can't treat you can't teach a, a, an old dog new tricks. It's not true. We get used to doing certain things in certain ways, but that's all it is. We just get used to it. But with our mindset, if you've never trained or retrained your mindset at all, even if you're in your fifties, it's just the same as if you're in fourteen. You still it's still the same process. You still get the same outcome, but you've got more work to do because there are more 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 triggers along the way. And I think that's hopeful. I think that's really cool. And it means that you can start today use whatever it is you've got to use or come and see me and I can teach you how to do this or do it with you if that's what you prefer and you can get yourself into the habit of doing it every single day just like you brush your teeth and then when you get into a situation which is particularly stressful then it will kick in because what you don't don't want to happen you don't want to go into a situation thinking that you're okay as long as you've got your affirmations or... Your journaling or whatever else is you do to make yourself feel good, get triggered and then react in a bad way. And when I say bad, I just mean that it sends you spiraling down because you have not trained your mindset to do anything else but to overreact. But when you start using it every single day, whenever you start to feel a little bit anxious, you use it. Whenever you're feeling a little bit down, you use it. Whenever you're tired, you use it. Whenever you've been around someone and they've said that one thing that just annoys you, you use it. You use it at every given opportunity. And then after a while, you become so proficient at it that when you go into a situation and you get triggered, that kicks in and you may spend, what, 10 minutes feeling angst? then it kicks in and then you're done. Whereas it could be 10 hours if you don't train yourself. It could be 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 years. Literally, it could be any of those. And I'm, so I'm really pleased that that lady said, oh, that's mindfulness in action. And I thought, oh my gosh, yes, it is. And this is a good place to be. I honestly thought that because I had to monitor my moods, that it was somehow weird. And it might actually still be weird, but it works. And it's not like, having to keep saying things over and over and over to try and get the effect, it's much more about brushing your teeth. That's it. That's it. It's much more like we've got to constantly brush our teeth. We've got to always have a drink. We've got to always eat food. So we've got, we've got to always recalibrate our mindset. That's it. That's, that's the price we pay for being human. There are certain processes that we've got to do and we do them every day to, to maintain our equilibrium. So this is what I wanted to talk to you about, really. I wanted you to start looking at those processes, those, those techniques, those tactics, those things that you actually do. And see if you can do it more at every given opportunity. Now, if this is... A process where you have to write stuff out and then say it to yourself 20 times it's a lot more challenging but whatever it is you need to find something that when you do it often enough it becomes a habit and when it becomes a habit as in a good habit it relieves the tension in you in a good way because you can develop a habit for smoking couldn't you whenever you feel anxious you could go and get a cigarette and smoke and then that wouldn't do you any good at all So we're not talking about bad habits. We're talking about the actual thing itself leads you to something good. And it's portable. And it's discreet. It has to be portable so that you could do it anytime, anyplace, anywhere. It has to be discreet so that nobody knows what you're doing. Because I don't go on. So let's just say I was going to London and I was on the tube and I got triggered. I didn't. Want, no, not didn't. I wouldn't want, I'm standing there with someone's face (laughs) in my armpit because you know what it's like on the London Tubes. Everybody's so jammed, packed. I wouldn't want to be standing there. And, And the only way that I could relieve my tension is to say something out loud, for instance. Or I'd have to get my notepad out of my bag and write something out because I wouldn't, one, I wouldn't be able to. Two, people would see. And three, if I was able to, and people would see, then I'd feel self-conscious. Does that make sense? So you need to find something that's portable. You need to find something that is um, discreet. And the most important of all, you need to find something that works. I.e., it relieves your tension and stress and anxiety within 10 minutes of you using it. Because you don't want to then have something that is discreet It is portable, but it takes you an hour before you can calm down. I mean, that's just no good at all. Because the other downside of this is, as well, when you're triggered, you go into, like I said, you go into reactionary mode, and that stops you thinking. It's really difficult to think under those conditions, and that's why you need to have something that you can sort of, not even you, that your brain just automatically goes into to help you, at least to give you that initial, initial. um, what do I call it, start in being able to help yourself, yeah? So if you're automatically going to a negative place, then it's going to be difficult for you to pull yourself out of it because you shut off your thinking mind and you're in your reactionary mind. You're in a flight mind, yeah, or even fight. But when you get into a habit of doing what I do, what happens to me is that I get triggered because I get triggered pretty much every day. Did I tell you that? Did you know that? I get triggered every single day. But what I don't do now is I don't spend my time in anxiety because of it. So when I mean triggered, someone can say something and it'll remind me of some past issue which wasn't nice or I didn't enjoy or I felt anxious in. And I'll feel it as if I was back there. But because now I've trained my mindset to kick in and I go through this process, I just say it to myself automatically. I and mean, 10, within 10 minutes of me being triggered, it's gone. If it had taken me an hour, I wouldn't be able to do it because my thinking brain would have switched off and then I would have been spiraling way, way, way before I got into the end. Whereas because this kicks in automatically, it gets me back into my thinking mind Yeah, it gets my thinking brain back on. I can go through the process unconsciously in my head and I'm fine. And that's what you can do too. And that's what I would love you to be able to do. There is nothing better than knowing that if you go and visit your auntie Claire and she has this way of talking to you that makes you feel like you're a 10-year-old again. And when you were 10, you always felt anxious. So it, it, it triggers your anxiety that you can then have something kick in that takes you through a process. You, you do that process to yourself and within 10 minutes you're fine. I mean, imagine that. You know? So, you can live a mind-controlled life. Not because I say so, but because your mind is already set up for you to just use something with it to help you to live that kind of life. And I'll speak to you soon.